Hello and welcome to Two Sober Chicks <laughs> Recovery. No. <laughs> okay. I was trying to be like uber serious and old. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, I'm Julie. And this is Two, Two Sober, sober Chicks. Chicks. Welcome to our podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud under Two Sober Chicks, the number two, on Facebook at Sober Chicks Recovery. And also, you can email us, whatever you like, complaints, comments, topics, <laughs> at the number two, soberchicks at gmail.com. Right. And a shout out to our American fan base. Wow. Yeah. I said to Julia, everybody who I don't know who's liked our page is from the States. And My beloved Americans, I adore you. You must be attracting them. So I think that's pretty cool. I don't know how you're finding us, but I'm glad you're finding us. And I hope that you um, enjoy or get something out of these podcasts. We really just started it for ourselves. Um, and maybe it'll grow into something more. Um, oh, we haven't done the disclaimer in a while. So this is not a professional show. <laughs> like that needs Although to be put we there. we take it very seriously, <laughs> FYI. Because we love it. and We love recovery. Um And these are our own personal thoughts and feelings and viewpoints. We don't represent uh, any organization or institution. These are just our thoughts. So if you do want to have a discussion, like Julie said, or you have a topic idea, or you have a question about recovery that's personal to us, um, we would be happy to give you our opinion at the number two soberchicks at gmail.com. Just drop us a line. So today's topic... From our little pile of topics. Let's see. I want two of them stuck in my hand. These two. Oh, you're going to love that one. Power of prayer. And sisterhood. Oh, I like them both so much. Uh, Well, we better do separate ones because I think we could talk for 10 minutes on each one. So what do you want to do first? Prayer. Okay. Uh, So I put down power of prayer specifically because I believe in it. And I also know that it has performed miracles, um, whether it's in recovery or not. In our big book, it talks about if you have a resentment against somebody that you're having a hard time with, pray for that person. I think it's two weeks and you'll find that a shift occurs, which is a miracle. That is an answered prayer when... Someone's just on your last nerve and you're obsessing over what you want to do to them or what you want to say to them or you think they're to blame for something. Having that spiritual shift of praying for the person often is what it takes in order to start of start climbing that resentment mountain all the way up to um, acceptance or apology mm-hmm. or forgiveness. Um, and then also, I know I went through a really dark time this past year with um, a, an illness and the best thing people ever could do for me when they said, what can I do for you? I said, pray for me. I can't explain it, but I could feel it and it helped me. And I believe that just saying a little prayer, just sending it up to heaven for someone can have amazing restorative and healing effects. I think there's going to be many topics um, in and around a subject like this, prayer, um, spirituality, um, God. When I first came into the program, I saw the word God on the wall and I was immediately incensed and upset because I was told this was not a religious program. Um, and yet here's the word. Um, what was it? Let go and let God. That was the saying. We're going to do it. We're going to do a podcast on um, slogans in Alcoholics Anonymous one day, too. So I didn't like it. And barriers and walls went up. 
but it took me a long time and thank God I kept coming back and stuck around AA uh, for my mind to open up and loosen up and then start to do some of these things. So for me, it doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. Um, Just opening up your mind shows that you have a little bit of humility and there is a chance for growth. And, um, and you know, I tried it my way for so long and, and failed. Um, things weren't getting better for me. So when my sponsor kept suggesting prayer, eventually when I was broken enough and I'd run out of options, I then followed that suggestion. And it was amazing. And it could be as simple as repeating something over and over again um, is a positive intention. You know, instead of focusing on hate or anger or resentment or bitterness, I'm now focusing on peace and love and kindness and, um, and goodness. I'll give you an example. I was in a 10 year relationship. It was the longest relationship of my life other than familial relationships. And at the time I thought this was the be all and end all for me. Um, and when it ended, I thought I would never, ever find love again. So I was devastated. And my sponsor suggested um, that I pray because I had, I had struggled with it for a number of years in the program and was still dealing with these strong resentments. I started to um, fortune tell and prognosticate that, you know, her life was better than mine. She was better off. She was happier. And my sponsor pointed out, you know, some really great things like, um, how do you know that? Are you living in her shoes? You know, you don't know. Sometimes people present themselves as having the best life, but really inside they're struggling and they're hurting. Um, And then he said to me, you need to do what you have not yet done, which is pray for her. And that was really hard for me. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to pray for her. Uh, And let me just say this, a little bit of a a disclaimer, in case our child is listening. Um, (laughs) Uh um, Yeah. Uh, there was a time there where I thought mommy was a bitch and I did not like her because she had broken my heart. Um, I'd helped break my own heart. So when my sponsor said to me, you need to pray for your ex, he might as well have punched me in the face because that's what it felt like. Um, so fine, I'm going to do exactly what you tell me to do. So I go home and I start my prayers every day. I'm praying for my ex like there's no tomorrow. And about a week goes by and my sponsor checks in with me and he's like, so how's that going? Do you feel any differently? And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. And he said, "Uh, okay, well, what's your prayer sound like? And I said, dear God, please give that fucking bitch everything she deserves. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) After he stopped laughing, he said, okay, Lisa, I think maybe we need to help you understand the power of prayer. And um, I want you to change the way you're praying. I love that you finally started to pray. That shows some progress, but now I want you to pray differently. I want you to pray for her to have everything that you want for yourself. And also pray for her to have everything that you wanted for the two of you to have together. So that meant um, peace, harmony, happiness, a long and healthy life um, filled with love and all the good things, um, goodness and, you know, whatever rewards she might want. So that's how I changed my prayer. (laughs) which was a huge drastic change. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to start somewhere. So that's how I started. And um, through that, it actually did help. I healed. I learned to let go of the past. I also learned to open up um, to what I now believe is God's will for me. And uh, because I didn't think that us breaking up was the right thing. 
but my mind has changed on that today. Um, we're now really great friends, and um, and we still um, share a common bond as mothers who raise a child together, although it's not a child anymore. 22, not a child. Anyway, so that's my story of the power of prayer. And prayer, by the way, for those of our listeners who may have a problem with prayer, prayer can be three simple words. It can be, please help, thank you. Or in a different order, help, please, thank you. It can be as simple as that. Um, prayer can take all different kinds of forms, but prayer is really about surrender to something bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And we all go on our own personal journeys of what God is to each other. And I'm grateful that this program allows us to pick up our God of our understanding and to define that for ourselves. Because a lot of us come into this program feeling like God has abandoned us. Because why would these things have happened to us if there's a loving God up there looking out for us? Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand the spiritual struggle. And I'm glad we're in rooms that have no judgment over it. And I think you're right. I love that three simple words. And I've heard a lot of old timers, uh, some agnostic, some atheist, who say whether or not they believe in a higher power or God, they start their day by saying, please help me stay sober for one more day, or please help me with whatever it is they're struggling with. And then at the end of the day, they give thanks. And that just really deflates your own ego, that you were humble enough to ask for help. Could be the universe, um, could be God, uh, and sometimes it's another friend in AA. But it's that humbling act of asking for help and then giving thanks. Attitude, adjustment, and gratitude. When I start working with a new sponsee, the first thing I say to them is I want you in the morning and at night to get on your knees and pray and it can be three simple words it can be however you want to phrase it it's up to you that's personal and private to you you don't have to share that with me but that's how I want you to start and end your days and inevitably I am always told that the shift starts to happen very shortly thereafter and how they progress through their day another thing I learned about prayer um all my life I had thought that I was praying and that my prayers were going unanswered but I was always asking for things. And if I truly believe um, that I am not the most powerful being in the universe and that there is something greater than me, then um, how do I know what exactly is best for me? So I have an open mind now and um, I ask for God's will for me. That's um, something that I've learned to pray, pray differently. And I also, I try not to pray for what I think I want Um, I pray for things like an open mind or please guide me, um, you know, direct me to what you would have me do. Um, and if I pray for somebody else, I try not to impose my will on them. Even if someone is, um, dying, I, I no longer say, dear God, please save them. Please keep them alive. Maybe that's not the path that's meant to happen. So I just ask that, um, God take care of them with love and hopefully they won't suffer. That's now how I pray for people I know who are dying. I've lost a lot of people in my life in recovery and before. <clears throat> um, so yeah, learning to pray differently. Instead of rubbing a, a genie lamp and asking for things, um, I'm now open to whatever God's will is. This helped out one of my sponsees. She spoke just recently and she mentioned that it changed her whole perception. She stopped praying for something she wanted for herself and started praying for other people. And I tell you... I, that was a miracle. I also saw, I saw the change in her family and in her situation. They didn't know that she was praying for them for healing, but that's what she did. And within a matter of months, things started to drastically change Mm -hmm. in her home. It is amazing. 
I really do believe that God answers all our prayers, but we have to come to the term to terms with the fact that sometimes it's no. Yeah. And we might not like that. The answer. Mm-hmm. I know I don't like no. I think I know best. Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing no from anybody. That's good. I think we've, we've discussed it. Agreed. All right. All right. My name is Julie. I'm Lisa, and this has been Two Two Sober Sober Chicks. Chicks. Thanks for listening.